Welcome to the Mad Trio Podcast. This week we have the California Pariah, Jonathan Charney, James, the Fat Man, Stevens, Ryan, who the hell is this, Preston, and the old guy. Yeah, the old guy that never seems to get named. The, the, your the, the your mer- enunciation <laughs> sucks, John. It's Ryan, who the fuck is that? <laughs> And those you have to enunciate oh. your words, John. And I was going to say the Murta to our rigs, the old guy, Robert Charney. Yeah. No. Who's Robert? <laughs> Only the DMV calls me Robert. <laughs> and, and your wife. I've <laughs> heard Only that. when she's mad at me. <laughs> I've heard that a couple of times. And that does happen. And, and <laughs> apparently Ryan's not doing the puff, puff, pass correctly. That's him coughing. <laughs> Is the that right? Yeah. Well, have sure. another one for me, Ryan. So, I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> I heard the bubbles. No knowledge. <laughs> so the most interesting news. So God damn it, fucking John. That was an Easter egg for the listeners. <laughs> <laughs> we, have listeners? we have listeners. I guess we have We have two because I know them personally. And, and I bug the living crap out of one of them to listen every week. Um, I do. I, I actually email her. It's like, hey, the show's up. Have you listened? Have you? I almost do well, it every day. To that individual, I, I sincerely apologize on on, on behalf of, of all of us. <laughs> she says she likes the show, so I'm I'm not quite sure. You know, if it's if she's doing puff puff pass, where you listen, which by the way, probably is a really bad idea to to be even remotely inebriated and listen to us talk. So, most interesting piece of news I have seen all day. Excluding anything political, Microsoft has announced a $7.5 billion, that's billion with a B, deal to acquire ZeniMax Media, the parent company of Bethesda Works, and its many studios. Those studios include Bethesda Game Studio, id Software, and behind some of the biggest video game franchises of all time, Doom, Fallout, Elder Scrolls, and many more. This is massive. This, so, this could now, potentially... Now, this could potentially make... Elder Scrolls Xbox exclusive, which I think would be a very now, bad idea personally. Now the thing oh, is about this is, is this really not like a conglomerate move? I mean, that's kind of what it seems to me is like just what John just said. I mean, this kind of shuts down any gaming wars ever. I mean, they pick up Bethesda. Yeah. That, that is like the big exclusive. franchise of all video games right so there. So I'm looking at it right now. So here's some of the games they have. It's Elder Scrolls, Fallout, Wolfenstein, Doom, Dishonored, and Prey. Prey originally was an yeah. Xbox exclusive. I don't know what is the the last release. I have no idea. Doom's on and all Dishonored platforms. Dishonored is one of my favorite favorite games that's, you know, not just uh, the normal Bethesda open world style. I mean, Dishonored is pretty badass. So I'll be completely honest. Yeah. I would be really surprised if they close-platformed any of these games just because Microsoft's, Microsoft's not stupid. You may. However, I could see Microsoft making them first-party priority, basically saying Xbox gets it first, and then after, say, six months or so many period of time, PlayStation gets it. Now, the biggest well, question... is also uh, big in the PC as well, so I'm wondering what they're going to be yeah. doing with the PC rights. Well, but Microsoft is still obviously very big in PC. They released most of their games PC first. True. Um, True. So I don't think they would lean away from that, but they don't need to because they're also a conglomerate when it comes to the PCs. But but, uh, as far as the console wars go, I'm thinking that they might, you know, I I don't think they're going to make an exclusive, at least yet. I think that might be something that's sort of a future plan down down the road, but uh, not going to outright, ban half of the fucking people or more even uh that play playstation from playing arguably the biggest games especially from from uh elder scrolls and the fallout series um aside from bethesda you have like maybe ea uh especially with ea sports and activision are are gonna be your your other sort of top tier triple a title giving studios and, I, I mean, Microsoft essentially just took a third of the of the AAA title fucking throne. I think one of the things you might run up to is this deal hasn't gone through. It actually says on the GameSpot article, 
It's important to note that the deal hasn't officially gone through yet, although the process may be more formality than anything else. So I still think you have the government to worry about, but since the government has been in one of these giant checkmark approve all mega yeah, mergers, I, you know, like they did the Disney, Disney, um, Marvel deal. Disney owns the Fox. world. Come on. What are we talking and they about? Did, they did the Comcast. The and they did the Comcast <laughs> Universal deal. So this possibly is already a done deal, but I. This is pretty big. I mean, it's Bethesda Studio Softworks, Game Studio, id Software, Zenimax Online Studios, Arcane, Machine so, Gun Games, Tango Works, Alpha Dog, and Roadhouse Studios. Do you think this was their big move from shutting down Lion's Head Studios, which they own, Microsoft owned it, <laughs> and then shut it down? But I, they go and acquire Bethesda to make up for that lost revenue. I think I think the li- the Lions Head just wasn't producing enough. I th- I honestly Dude, think Sable I, was awesome. But it's one game. It's one game that so? you're paying. I think what it was is it just that they wasn't producing enough. Gosh. That was content that was actually worth the overhead. Now that they have this with multiple overhead, they could shift the Lion Head the Lion Head Studios stuff over to Bethesda or whoever. And it maybe it's be worth the the initial investment. Hey, costs. let's face it. Microsoft, for the most part, was caught uh, napping when these all all these gaming things were going on. Actually, if you go back to the internet, they completely missed it by two years, and yeah. you know, so so they're not known for for being uh, you know on the cutting edge when it comes to things like this. So this falls just it just sounds just like typical Microsoft. And, and all I, in all honesty, I think on. originally when Xbox came in, I thought they came into the perfect time. They came out when Nintendo Sun was waning, PlayStation was king, and they came out with the Xbox, uh, the original Xbox, which was hand down, hands down more powerful than the PlayStation Two. I think they came in f- good. I think the problem is, is they're still. Besides the 360, they've never really been the console king, and now that well, Play- yeah. PlayStation, from the first one. PlayStation has has definitely geared towards we're for hardcore gaming, and Microsoft has their Xbox, which is you know we're we're going to be everything to all people. Yeah, that's well, right. They were trying to be a, me. yeah. I mean, they they were trying to be a, a you know a piece of <laughs> hardware that did everything for you know those that weren't into computers. Hey, I could get this playing app and get on the internet. And, Email people and play and a game. That's that's what the new <laughs> Xbox right? is is still kind of like. I mean, I don't I don't think it has ability to surf the internet like I think the one does. So it's an appliance. So the yes. re- reality is, it's an appliance, and and versus that's what, a gaming system. Exactly. You know, and that's why they always sort of won the console wars as far as Sony, not by a lot, you know. But I mean, look, it's they came into Microsoft came into the game late, yep. and still managed to make themselves. You know, our, I mean, in some people's minds, seriously, the the better console. I mean, I've, I've always been an Xbox guy. I know the three of us have always, you know, very much commiserated over fucking Xbox because, you know, hey, I buy American. God damn it. Um, sure. Racist. But, uh, aside from that, like like this last time, I, I even said it to you guys, like it, it almost makes it worth it for me to, at the very least, talk my girlfriend into buying a PS5. But, you know, make me pause and say okay how much really does are they trying to buy my brand loyalty like like are you trying to re-up this contract i have with you of the brand loyalty because i want to be that brand loyal guy you know um so i think but i want it to be worth it and 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 with playstation really if look if microsoft took what they have which is essentially a computer that's what they've been like rob said they've been trying to make the computer console for years and years now, since since after the 360. But um, if they took all of that fucking processing power and all of those those amazing uh, uh, cards and geared it literally just towards gaming, they would have, I believe, a superior console. Um, but they want to be this... They, they want to whack the pie up into more slices, and, and it makes it not as, as like, hey, look, I just want to play games. Okay, I don't care about your your streaming platforms and and the, right. the way yeah, I can watch right. movies. Like yeah. I got Netflix, motherfucker. Like I don't need you. Right. I, I think, yeah. to be honest, though, I think for Microsoft, it's the better play if they have the if they have the gaming platform as good as the PlayStation. And I don't actually remember the hardware differences because usually it's not that much of a difference. So, no, it's really not. So Sony, I mean, Sony really? has yeah. a movie studio. They have a they have. 
uh, appliances. They have a lot of stuff that they can sell versus Microsoft is basically a software company that now does some hardware. So I think doing a platform is the only way that I think they can be even remotely in the conversation. Now they lose money. They've always lost money on the Xbox. They've never, I think the 360, and this could be wrong. It's the only console they've ever made any money on. Everything's, it's, it's a loss leader. So sell content is really what it is. Um, yeah, but they're so good at the content, dude, they're backwards compatibility. I mean, look, I mean, obviously we're talking about them selling old games back to me, but it's one of the things that I appreciate about it is they basically make such a huge part of their, their library available. Just like, Hey, remember that thing you played when you were 13? You want to play it right now? Well, like, I'm like, yes, Xbox. I do want to play that game right now. Well, it's even better than that. In my <laughs> opinion, like I haven't, I, all my Xbox games that I liked, and it's through the original, the 360, and the one, I still own all the games I actually enjoyed. I still have. Yeah. You, know, you can still, you can play, and from everything I've read, all those games I have, minus some, will still work on the new one. And in theory, it'll be uh, revved up a little bit to play 4K. But you know what? That's the thing is, even if, it, even if it's not, uh, uh, let's say, compatible with the disc itself, okay, <laughs> which it should be, for 15 bucks, any of those old titles, literally, I was just going through the list yesterday. For any of those titles, um, you can buy, digitally download in about nine minutes because they're so small compared to what, what's available now. Um, and it's, it's, such, it's so worth it for just the compulsory, like, oh, shit, I haven't played Call of Duty in 15 years. I, I, of course I'll drop 10 bucks on that right now, whatever it is. And Perfect they, Dark was for me. And they also, dude, I, I still play Perfect Dark, dude. I just got Wolfenstein, Twitter Cell Chaos Theory. Yes, they have Wolfenstein. I want Wolfenstein. I don't yeah. think they have the one that you know my, my dad's talking about. Um, I, I oh the one that's for like might. straight up MS DOS. I don't <laughs> think so. Wolfenstein 3D. Um, oh, I man, I had that, that one too. So good. I do think. Now I'm thinking about, there's a couple of different things. I mean, sorry, I'm, I have a lot in my mind on this. I'm trying to figure out. Yeah. The benefit, though, I think, of the Xbox, of the PlayStation, is they basically said one, two, and three games are not compatible, so you only got four. Um, f three, I can understand, because it uses the cell processor, then that may require actually rejiggering some games and or having an emulation emulation layer, if possible, which would cause some major headaches, possibly slowing down the system. Um I don't know. I still think I've always been an Xbox fan. Maybe it's because I started out as well, a PC guy and I've always kind of supported the PC realm. Plus the fact Microsoft has Azure. They have a massive cloud background that this Xbox is actually yeah. using, which Sony, as far as I know, Sony does not have the cloud computing background. That's what Microsoft does right now is cloud computing. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, well, you know, the biggest thing for me is the controllers. Yeah, now, I've always you been you out, and me, bro. <laughs> if you started out playing on the Xbox controllers and Duke then you try the to switch and play on PS controllers, it's just it just doesn't work. Yeah, it for feels some reason it's just the button yeah. layout's weird. I don't like the joysticks where those are oriented. Uh, yeah. The Xbox, especially the original, the big, nice, beefy. You felt like oh, yeah. you you were holding on to this thing. You you had some some control over, not this dainty. So, so who's doing the dishes? So who's with those controllers? Who's doing Fuck the dishes? It sounds like somebody's doing dishes while they're on the conversation. Are you somebody over a sink there? No. Yeah, we are getting so many sounds. We're, we're getting okay. some feedback. Um, but what were you going to say, Rob? Right. Well, it's, it's, so what the, the few ma major major gamers I know, including a professional gamer, they have they have both. Sure. All right, and and so in some respects, you know, maybe that's unusual, uh, right? I mean, you guys don't have both, do you? No. Listen, right right now. Gamer, Inside of my, my living room, I have a Nintendo 64, okay. a Wii, an Xbox One X, a PlayStation 4, and an Oculus Quest. That's, well, there you go. Oh, I'm sorry, and a, and a, and a uh, Sony. Uh, so you're, Sony a major, you're a major gamer. So you've got. See, and that, I'm, a, I'm a recreational gamer, well, but right. I just love nostalgia. Well, okay, but my, I, I think my point is there's many people out there like you. And, yeah, and very so. Much. You know, people are going to have both. So the point is, who's going Super to win? Nintendo. That's what I was going for. Yeah. 
So who's going to have, you know, who's going to have both or more or whatever? I, I mean, a lot of gamers are. So, so yeah. I, I also think what it comes down to, honestly, is what titles do you want? Now, some titles are first prior, first party priority towards Sony, so they're gonna gonna take a while to trickle trickle down. Some titles are strictly Sony. I think it just comes down to what you want. Like if you're a Halo fan, you'll never get Halo ever on the Sony. Period. Yeah. It will never happen because Microsoft does it exist. Microsoft, <laughs> no. But Microsoft is the sole owner of of that title under three four three Industries. I mean, they meanted, they made their own studio specifically for Halo. Um, so it just comes to down what you want. I, I there's not a whole lot of differences. I mean, the controllers, the differences, the hardwares are semi the same. And you could even get an, an Xbox controller style and and port it directly to your PlayStation. So that argument unfortunately is a little bit out the window i disagree but, with uh, that because those third parties i've never had a third party controller that has first party build quality yeah i mean you're true yeah i mean obviously you're, you're taking a loss but at the same time if you're after just the feel you can do it and, and it's going to have different functionality because the playstation controller has that uh why, that, why um, would you go into business of making uh, <laughs> third-party products and start out right off the bat saying, I'm not going to make them better than the existing one? I wish I understood yeah, no that. Kidding. I've never understood right? that. I don't, I don't understand it either. Doesn't every, make any sense. Everyone I've ever had down to like the original Nintendo, mm -hmm. they've all been funky. Like I remember yeah. I, had, I had a couple for the N64 that just felt like I was playing like this, this, you know, like a, Remember those toys you used to get in those bubblegum machines you drop in a quarter? Yeah. Twirl thing. They felt like that. They yeah. had the build quality of a of so one of do, those. Do we see that improving? Because it, was that a, a price leader thing? So you go to Walmart and you need to replace your controller for some reason because you're stepped on it or whatever and it's not working. And, hey, I can't afford the OEM price, so I'm yeah. going to buy this third-party piece of junk, but it'll get me by. You just, I don't know. I've never yeah, I mean, bought yeah. it. <laughs> I, I've what, definitely what, done that made. a lot of times, and it's exactly like you described. You yeah. know, there was but, one. He's my, the the old guy reminded me of the Wave controller for the GameCube. I think there were a wireless controller, and because I remember, because I worked at Hollywood well, Video at the time when that came out, or one of those things came out. God, you're dating yourself. And I remember everybody raving about this, how it was a third party controller, but it was the controller to have. Yeah. Well, so, that was just because the GameCube controller sucked. Well, there you go. I'm that, to that, remember. Yeah, I mean, it was easy to, you know, yeah, easy to do better than that one, <laughs> right? And and, and Microsoft yeah. also the Dreamcast. Dreamcast was the worst control that's ever been made. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I go. I, I'm with you there. That was a pretty bad one. Um, I mean, okay, save save like the Nintendo Power Glove. You know, but that's that's a that's an extreme example. Nintendo, yeah, we're not gonna we're not gonna talk about that one. The power glove was pie in the sky. Let's be honest. That with that technology yeah. wasn't even remotely available when that came out. So that's 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 <laughs> that, that's call it what it is. That was hardcore pie in the sky. Man, the commercial was awesome though. Yeah, I loved that movie. Yeah, um, <laughs> that, but, uh, that thing was badass. Um, False advertising, but whatever. Yeah. So <laughs> all right, all right, so. I'm going to switch topics on us here now, since this seems to be it. Did anybody know that there was an, an attack on the White House? Yes. Um, defined attack. All right. So <laughs> I'm going to say attack by the fact that uh, ricin, which is a very toxic poison. And no cure Get for it. Was mailed. Your, whatever you're about to say is crazy. Is, was mailed to the White House. Really? Yep. And the woman what? suspected of sending such envelope was uh trying to flee the country and was intercepted as she was trying to cross into canada wow so is, is she a u.s yep. citizen you know anything about her because uh, that's sedition charges that's, that's well, they, they're not giving details yet i mean this is obviously a highly uh, okay it's a sensitive topic within within the uh, the circle that protects the president so a lot of the information is just now coming out. But what I yeah yeah, what I'm trying to understand a little bit is how has that not been the top lead in all the major news organizations throughout the country? I can't believe that. I, when did the, uh, I don't know when when I have uh -huh. two words for broken. Uh -huh. How am I just hearing about two words for you? So fake news. So <laughs> so it actually uh, the news broke on Saturday. I actually heard about it on Saturday. 
with more information coming out yesterday and today they got a lot more information because they caught the woman actually i should say a kudos to our canadian cousins because they were the ones that actually caught her thank you eh? and um anyway sorry i think my sorry. point so the, so the poison never got to the White House. They caught it before. If you don't know how the mail works at the White House, they, it actually gets sent to a building that isn't anywhere near the White House first, and everything's yeah, sorted yeah. and looked through, and they have you know all the tests and everything, and they obviously and caught if it. You, and if you, as just your average person, didn't realize that was the case, you could have probably inferred something like that. It's probably so we're probably talking about somebody who's crazy, but uh, I mean, I know ricin can be can be sort of easily manufactured well i mean it can be manufactured easily is the question i mean it can be if you know what you're doing i mean all you have to do is have basic high school chemistry in your head and you can probably yeah do but it, i mean right? that's a that's a pretty serious uh, uh, uh plot but you well, know what i was just thinking when you when you said this how many times i've thought of like the guys that um let's say the the gate guard at like norad or <laughs> or fucking ford knox or the front door of the white house how many times those guys are thinking like, wow, what a nothing gig this is. Nothing <laughs> yeah. is ever going to happen. Nobody is ever going to be stupid enough to charge the gates of NORAD. I'm here just for show, and that's it. The mail room of the White House had to be thinking the same thing. Like, you know what? Nothing ever comes through here. This is I'm just going through the fucking motions, and all of a sudden the machine starts beeping. You know yeah. what I mean? You're like, oh, oh, crap. That's... This is this is no joke anymore. Like, yeah. All that, of a sudden I'm needed. That's that's funny. <laughs> yeah. That's funny you mentioned that. I remember a couple of months ago when there was a riot in front of the DC in front in DC in front of the White House. You started hearing trickle down reports how there's snipers, like they place snipers all over the the Washington White House area, and there sure. were like it was funny. It's like the first time you started hearing like kind of how many military people in the white house and you heard some guy say on the news report lethal force is authorized and like and you started hearing people go um hey gentlemen maybe it's not such a good idea that we jump over the gates of the white house and because yeah. this was on conservative news media and I, I didn't hear anywhere else but it made me laugh the fact that you guys really think the reason why nothing ever happens in the White House because it's, I don't know, the most heavily guarded place in the United States. Right. All of Washington, Washington, D.C. is a no-fly zone unless authorized. Yeah. Yeah. And it sucks because the guy at the gate or whatever it is, the the high-value target kind of position, it's not like you can get the 60-year-old retiree to stand there. You have to get a guy that's young and in good shape because the image is, is part of the deterrent, right? But that guy's got to be thinking like, you know what? I could be out actually doing some shit. I can I can be doing anything. I'm just standing here. No one's ever going to come near this door. Well, I All I'm doing is going to stand here for the rest of my life. That's probably <laughs> true for anybody that's ever stood at a, at a station, whatever it may be. If it's military, private, law enforcement, it doesn't matter what it is. And you've just been sitting there all, all day long and nothing comes by your way. Yeah, right. probably. But at least in, yeah. in a lot of places, you might have this, this idea that, hey, you know what? Something could happen here. Like, right. you know what? It's not unlikely that people come at me where I'm guarding currently. But the White House is like nothing is ever going to happen. Yeah, See, well, I don't know. See, so being, being in the uh, Secret Service actual uniform police division is a badge of honor because you you, right, you yeah. are one of the better the better of the better or the best of the best, however you want to say it. And <laughs> the best, not the best, being the best, used the best. for what you could be, you know. Like, so, I could be sir. doing more. So, are, right. so, I mean, so this wasn't exactly John Malkovich and in the line of fire type of person, you know. I, I don't think this person thought too far ahead. And so they were clever enough to... Hey, I got ricin. And then like, wait a minute. I know. Let's send it to the White House. I mean, they may have had an easier job sending it to the Speaker of the House in the White House. Well, I mean, leaving the country and and doing so sort of as you're kind of aware that like, okay, this is going to get to the White House tomorrow. I've got to start bailing right now. I mean, that's some you had intentions of that working kind of kind of thing. So the last time this happened was in 2018 when a um, Navy veteran uh, actually got arrested and again, you didn't hear much about it before mailing ricin to Trump. And actually it had, you know, Mr. President Trump. Yeah. <laughs> Here, we've got some powder for you to inhale. So I guess one question is this is this isn't exactly like, you know, a Russia 
you know, have you have Putin poisoning <laughs> a, a, a Confederate? How are these what? guys not? And I honestly mean it. These guys aren't. Are they not professionals? Are they getting bribed by somebody? Because I don't know. I think you've got to have some mental, you know, mental issues going on in your head to think that you're going to be able to get this past whatever well, filter there may be, right? And these guys I mean, are, you know, hey, you if, know, I'm a, if I'm a Russian spy, that's kind of might be the first thing <laughs> that I'm looking for. Well, I mean, this is, this is, this is like the, you know, like you kept hearing when Obama got elected, you kept hearing the news media, oh, the Ku Klux Klan is going to kill Obama. And I'm like, that, that is never going to happen. I mean, the car he drives in is a fucking tank. The White House is, is, is beyond secure. And, like in a, an episode of Jay Leno uh, on one of the Top Gear, Jay Leno, uh, one of the guys asked him about having uh, Barack Obama on, and he said every cell phone within sixty mile radius of the president is listened to. So yeah. I, I I don't know how any of these people actually think they're gonna, and unless they're gonna like poison his McDonald's hamburgers, I'm not exactly sure how you're gonna get at Trump. Well, you know, well, the, I mean, the it's simple is <clears throat> the the person who isn't just aware. By nothing more than osmosis, that, that that's never going to get through because there has to be checks. The person who doesn't think about that is crazy. Yeah. So this guy has to be, this this person has to be touched or is one of those deals like I've heard, um, I've heard safe if this person is Chinese and China will go to this person and say, hey, if you don't do this, your relative over here in insert China uh, uh, state here is going to have some issues. Well, you know, and the other thing is you're insert not going to be able to China poison the president. Here. But you're not going to be able to yeah, poison province. the president by food because in many respects, in some way, the president has a, a food taster. All the food comes out of the White House that he eats, even when he goes internationally. And uh, and, and he doesn't just pick up a, a, a cup of water that's, you know, by sitting by Putin because who knows, you might have some kind of nerve engine in that since he's known to use that. I'll be honest, when it comes <laughs> when it comes to this current president, you probably could, it'd probably be better just to wait for him to have a heart attack the way the story <laughs> I've heard him eating. I just think it's pretty, uh, I think hey, it's pretty you know. ballsy just to try to kill any world leader with the amount of security and technology. Unless you're another available. world leader. Yeah. Because Putin could probably get it done. This is true. Yeah, or, he or, wouldn't have tried it that way. Or make, or make, <laughs> no, he wouldn't. Have. Or, or it would Meghan have been a lot Merkel. more credible of a threat. <laughs> well, kind of like he did do uh, that. Uh, that uh, the that other, one reporter guy. Yeah. yeah. So I do well, not, he's done that to a few guys. He has. reporter people and whatnot. <laughs> but he goes with a nerve agent. I mean, he goes right for the nuclear and, option. And <laughs> un, un, unless you're a doctor, you have a tendency to fall out windows. Um, I don't, I'm, I don't know. <laughs> I just keep those things closed. I mean, I think the last president that anybody ever had a chance of killing was successful. It was JFK. After that, they don't ride in open limousines. They yeah, don't they, change <laughs> like in the movie in line of fire. You saw the president come up and come through the tables. They don't do that. There's like a, a velvet rope line with security. And well, I, I you don't know, know how no overhead sight lines for the president ever. Yeah. yeah these are some of the so, smartest yeah. people in, in, in the world coming to like level of protection. The fact that this person even thought you could do that is, is, is kind of amusing. And then flee to Canada. Well, Hey, apparently she had uh, some kind of relationship going on with, uh, RMC. Wouldn't it have, better to, wouldn't it have been better to, to drive to Mexico? Because Mexico is not exactly our biggest fan. Well, we're going to find out more about this, but I, I think my biggest point about this whole story is that anybody here, <laughs> you know, I'm, no, I'm, I'm looking I at, didn't. yeah, there's my point. I'm going, I'm going, it, it was the most covered up quiet thing I've heard. And you, you know, and you know, if it, Trump, you think Trump would be out there tweeting it the minute he heard about it? You know, an assassination you know, attempt. Probably said, you know, Biden tried to poison me. So, and so that's 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 let's throw a pool together. What country do you think this guy, this person's going to free? I'm going to say this person's probably Chinese or has a relationship with China somehow. Oh, great! Now we're going to get up with China. I, you know what fucked up is that that I just all I thought was a Karen. <laughs> This sounds like some Karen ass shit to do. Okay, that's hilarious. <laughs> By the way, if if it was really just a Karen, that that right there is that's the number one spot. Nobody's going to top with that Karen. She was no, so no, pissed yeah, off. Sure. She was so pissed off. She found Ryson and mailed it to Trump. Holy that's shit! Karen for you. That's man. where I'm that's at. Oh, so I, reading more into I'm the story on this one. The the letter actually originated in Canada. So this person was a 
Canadian wants to get rid of Trump. That's pretty funny. So they, they I'm sorry. They mailed it international? I guess so. Wait, they mailed wow. rice internationally? Well, I mean, you know, from, Can- from Canada, United States, how I don't know how internationally it is. They walked huh. across a border, but uh, sure. that that's so. a damn wow. I'm so I still think this person's probably Chinese. I don't think they're Canadian because well, not all Canadians are nice because I've met a few that were kind of dickish. Um, <laughs> that's true. I have too. <laughs> so let's. Um, could be they French. French Canadian. Yeah, okay. you got that right. Or they're from Paris. I, I've, I've met a couple of people who were Parisians or assholes. Uh, I'm, I don't want to. I mean, we might have a listener from well, France, so, so I don't want to lump them all together. Well, so let's be honest. So so I've actually talked to French people, and I said, yeah, we, I, I went to Paris, and they're kind of dicks. And like his the, the comment agreed. was, they're like, yeah, Parisians are kind of special. Yeah. So I, I don't think I'm going <laughs> into new territory there. Um, yeah, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna take fucking responsibility for what people in like you know Kentucky do. You know, <laughs> like, hey man, that's that's Kentucky, bro. That's okay, right. that's, they're playing to a fucking beat of their own, you know, drum over there. Uh, banjos, Kentuckians. It's well, banjos. You know, it's Lots of banjos. Florida. Like, Miss, I'm not gonna. Miss, I'm not gonna own okay. Florida as an American. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. That's where you're gonna retire, right? Yeah, right. Yeah. You know, isn't that interesting? Everybody says, you know, they want to retire to Florida, but, you know, you want to go to some place that gets blown away every couple of years by a hurricane. See, I think that would have a the, death the, wish. The retire in Florida is straight up East Coast shit. I think <laughs> yeah, that's people yeah, who yeah. lived in, in minus 40 degree Snow, winters snowbirds. way too long. They're like, yeah. I'm going to a place where it never snows. <laughs> Exactly. They're snowbirds. They're getting the heck out of all the snow, and they go to Florida. Yeah. So, and for a lot of New Yorkers, California is just off the list. So Florida, they just they just get their own Florida. So I, it's I, like I, people living in a, in a Tornado Alley, and and you know you meet them wherever they may be. You meet them and say, hey, "We're from California," and they go, "Gosh, don't you aren't you worried about the earthquakes?" And it's oh, like every freaking time, you know, yeah, every time. It's and like you know, every conversation uh, I've had with these people, I told them we do not have such a thing as earthquake season. <laughs> yeah. You have yeah. tornado season. You're yeah. insane. The, the closest thing yeah. we have in Northern California is fire season. Yeah, well, yeah. That's, so, but uh, it's and that's kind of, only in the past twenty years, and yeah. and that's easily to get away with, away from. Oh, fire! Move! It's not let like me, it just goes. <laughs> let me let me put per, uh, uh, earthquakes in perspective. Okay, for for those uh, uh, out of our our area. That's right. Um, Three days ago, at about 12.30 at night, there was a a 4.8 or 4.9. I'm not going to look it up, but it was between 4.8 and, let's say, 5.1. Somewhere right in that region. Um, Earthquake, epicenter about, let's see, as the crow flies, I'm going to go with about 11 miles from here. Okay. So you got a okay. nice little jolt. 11 miles. You wake up. That's a two-hour drive. Let's say it was about <laughs> four to five seconds long. It wakes me up. I lift my head up off the pillow. My girlfriend's in the other room watching Gilmore Girls or something. Uh, I listened to see if she said, hey, I'm trapped under rubble. <laughs> she didn't say anything. I didn't say anything. Went I went to back bed. to sleep. Yeah. My yeah. head rose off the pillow about eleven inches. That was my reaction to to uh, like a fiber, uh, hey. which is which is not not really a. When you live in uh, Southern I California, yeah, I got totally used to that. I mean, it was uh, you know, it's just no big deal. I mean, other than the few big ones. So do you, yeah, you the, the, there was the ninety four quake down here in Northridge, which is about forty miles, but that was a good six and a half, you know. So do you guys six point six something like that, and that that fucking went on for a minute. Yeah, that got me up. You so know. You, you guys remember the movie Independence Day? Yeah. So there's oh, yeah. a scene at the beginning of the movie with Will Smith and his his girlfriend in the movie. Yeah, and yeah, the, yeah. The, the spaceship right. starts going on. There's an earthquake, and there's a comment about and it's not even a 5.0. Go back to bed. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, I, I did. Exactly. I did want to ask Ryan. Hey, Ryan, did you see the movie for the new the trailer for the new Dune movie? You know what. I tried. My dad tried to get me to watch Dune when I was a kid. I might have been maybe 12, 13. I don't fan know if boy, it was John. just my age. Uh, I wanted his opinion or, on the new trailer. Or home, uh, or, You're not going to uh, get it. Nope. No, I just was yeah, wondering because I, this was, I, I was just not a <laughs> fucking I can see fan. it already. It's not going to happen. I didn't get into Dune. Well, this and was then the, I saw this... the trailer for this new one, and I'm like, the fuck is this? This, this kind of looks like some gangster-ass shit right here. Ah, 
See there. this. The reason why I uh, asked. He did see it. The reason why I asked Ryan is because this was the one that he wanted. That uh, whenever we did the 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 first Dune, he was waiting for. He was hearing rumors about this particular version a number of years ago. So this is the reason why I was wondering because this is by that uh, that French director. Mm-hmm. Luke Besson. Uh, something Villeneuve, Villeneuve. I don't know how to pronounce his last um, name. Um, so, so what did you think? Um, I thought it. it looked incredible. Uh, now I don't know. I mean, like, like I said, I don't know. It could have just been me being a, a, a kind of a petulant asshole when I in my in my youth and I couldn't get into it. But I like sci-fi. I like fantasy, and so I figured that would have been up my alley, and it just wasn't. Um, so, so Dune is dry. It's a very dry sci-fi. I've read the book. It's a very dry planet. I've got a, uh, I got a bit with John that the best part of this whole new movie coming out is just the trailer. I disagree, but we'll see. See? We got a bit I mean, it. you know what? Look, I mean, how many movies have you got to see where the best part's the trailer? Come on. Uh, recently, not very many. To do, there's ways to do drama. I think that there's a way to tell that particular story and and have it be kind of, um, you know, let those moments hang and 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 let the relationship sort of sort of sort of be the the key storyteller and those sorts of things, and they can kind of pepper in that uh, that big worm shit, you know what I mean, in the desert and those sorts of things. But if they do it anywhere near like the old one, where it was just this sort of complicated uh, 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 merchant sort of story. So yeah, which what I which, are, which one are you talking about? David Lynch's version? Or are you talking about the Sci Fi Channel? Uh, the only reason why I'm I say thinking I'm talking about the David Lynch version. Okay, because the David I Lynch think. the David Lynch is the one that had that that constant internal monologue that you guys hated. Oh, I think that is the one I'm um, talking about. So so I have to admit, like I I'm a my I'm a big fan but of Dune. I, I I'm a big fan of Dune, but it, it's a very dry book. You have to like very dry, dry Sci Fi. More dry. Um, I'll be a hundred percent. It's not for everybody, but you were the one who was waiting for this version. So I was kind of wondering what you thought. So your, your opinion of it, at least for the trailer well, is kind of what I was expecting. Just kind of, it yeah, looks interesting. I, honestly, I think that I'm, I was interested in seeing a, a, a remake of it just to see if, um, it was just like me or was a super dated movie or something like that. Cause it really fucking beat me over the head with the eighties too. Um, it's 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 honestly it's the book more than it, it really is the book more than than the movie. So the sci-fi version is pretty damn near close to the book, and it's still dry. It's just particular Frank Herbert's Somebody writing style. Somebody could have done a better job with the with the script than just copying the. And book And that's verbatim. what I think. Yeah, they would have an opportunity to do now and 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 recognize. Okay, hey, we we've, we've kind of learned a thing or two about filmmaking and storytelling since then. I guess the question is, what does the rights give them? Because it, it could be depending on how narrow the rights are. You Somebody may not always have... has the right of screen screen script. So I mean, I, and who owns the rights to the to the whole Doom series now? Anyway, his family. Uh, I think so. Or a major corporation, maybe. I don't know. See the yeah, difference. I mean, the, the difference I is mean, based off of one novel. I don't. I can't imagine. No, there's 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 there's, there's, a, half the book. there's a bunch of them. Some of them were written by Frank Herbert. I think one or two. I there's thought he had a, three. I thought he had a... It might have been three. It but, might have been... Th- I don't know. But there's more of them that was written by his son and somebody else. Um, they're about as dry. I, I've heard a lot of people say, fans of his, saying only his books were as good. Yeah. Uh, well. But you have to like dry sci-fi. And and, and it, it's just like... Re- but in this day and age, who likes dry sci-fi? <laughs> John holds his hand up. For those um, of you who don't have television... But at the same time, I mean, this is the age when they turned the the Star Trek movie into a Star Wars movie, basically. So well, when something you know, does, you, something's done right, why stop? Right, they, they you know, and, <laughs> and they can do that same thing to do and tell the same so story is, in the, in this different dynamic way, and yeah, it might be okay. This absolutely. is where I disagree. They haven't made a good Star Wars movie since the seventies, so. So they, the, they, they, have you guys man, watched I, The Mandalorian? Can, I'm, I'm a new one apologist, and fucking Mandalorian might be the one of the coolest things on TV Absolutely. right now. Absolutely. I well, love Mandalorian. If it, if it makes you and feel season, better, they're possibly firing The Mandalorian. Season two's coming. 
So. The, the the guy who plays him was kind of complaining that he wasn't getting screen time. So the Mandalorian, yeah, but, you know, the story I've heard is the Mandalorian may be exiting the yeah, But the guy that's in the suit who wears the helmet, you don't see his face. So it's never, anybody can play him. Yeah, that's pretty much what they were saying is yeah. the guy who's in there is never actually in there. Right. So the headline was the Mandalorian may he no longer be over. in the Mandalorian. He, he does the voiceover <laughs> stuff. And so it's, and you got to remember, they're kind of a cult. See, the thing I don't... So they could easily replace him. Well, the thing I don't understand is why didn't they get somebody who does ADR for anime because or, or something like that? Because these people who, who do that stuff have an amazing, like, like different voices and a range they can do. Like Tara Strong, if you ever see the stuff she does, she does a ton of cartoons. They could have yeah. easily I found mean, somebody I, better. I can't, I can't believe that... Uh, I, is, it, is it Oscar Isaac? Or, no, no, no. Paul, 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 what the fuck is his name? Um, Mandalorian. You're asking the wrong person. I've I'd seen it, but I don't know. I can't though. think of his name. I, yeah, I, I know I who he is. Because I really like that Yeah, he should be. Um, um, I can't stop thinking of Pablo Escobar. That was, <laughs> that's <laughs> because no, that would he be funny. in the cocaine guys, dude. He was the, he was the one who played oh. in the the drug series about Pablo Escobar. Pedro. That's what yeah, he Narcos. He was the, Pedro, the, 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 yeah. the I, one to say. Pedro, Pedro Pascal. Pedro that's Pascal. it. Pa- yeah, that's Pascal. it. Right. Yeah, yeah. Last name is P-A-S-C-A-L. Um, okay. Right. I, I can't believe that he'd be complaining about such a cushy fucking gig. Yeah. Yeah, no kidding. Huh? Like, dude, you're, you're getting top billing. Your, your voice is all over it. You got easy days. This is this is a working gig. You're getting that Disney coin, and you don't have to do a whole lot. So like, maybe he's worried about the visual part of it versus you know like like some people who do a lot of cartoons you couldn't or well, a lot of act voice acting. You know what? He's getting a friggin' them. paycheck and a good one to boot. Shut the heck up. And Not just, to mention, you know, dude, you had to have known. This is this is why I'm almost in a little bit of disbelief. It might be disingenuous <laughs> reporting um, because. You would have known going into that if I if I told you the script of fucking uh, Mandalorian, I said, okay, you're going to play the key role. Would I have to explain to you that guess what? We're probably not going to show your face. Yeah. You know, I mean, like I would bring well, it up. There's the know, problem. Like, hey, Maybe by the way, you're not going to really be on screen a lot. You brought up a good point. Maybe this guy never bothered to watch the movies and has no idea what the character is before he walked well, he into Well, he had it. to have been told what the role entailed, and they would have told him, like, well, like he would hey, have look, read by the way, this he, is the character. If he didn't know Boba Fett, he would have read, written a script. He would have read the script and said, oh, I take my helmet off, <coughs> because in it they're saying, okay, he walks 12 paces, takes his helmet off. You know, doesn't he doesn't understand that the scene cuts away from the fact that they don't show his head. <coughs> they're not. Right, they're, and, and so maybe he thought yeah. he was going to get more. I don't so, know. So well, here's wait, look, uh, they, hold, they hold on real quick. They only done the one season, and they slow played showing his face in the first place. I think now second season they're going to get a lot more of that face in there because we've seen it. So, they were burying the lead in the first one. So here, so yeah. this is from the Sun.com. So Sun US. It says the Game of Thrones actors who plays the title or character of the Disney Plus series, which returns for a second season next month. However, insider Grace Randolph has now claimed Pedro forty five has uh, became difficult on set while filming the new, near the new series. Oh, of course. His his ba- his bone of contention was reportedly his desire his desire to have some scenes without his mask, which for Mandalorians don't take off in front of other people. According to We Got This Covered, she claimed. While filming season two, Pedro Pascal wanted to have some key seasons, uh, scenes with his helmet off. The Mandalorian creative team wouldn't budge on this, so Pedro Pascal, from what I've heard from two sources, now frustrated about this and also was pretty darn uncomfortable in the suit on the set, so he became difficult. Which, by the way, if you've seen the original Boba Fett costume and the, the, the shit that the, the original Star Wars actors were in, most of them were uncomfortable. Ask the motherfucker who played the was it C-3PO. Yeah. Yeah. Well, actually, he oh, liked yeah, it anyway. Nope, that's because he was railed like heroin chic, and you can't see you can't see through the C three P. I just saw an interview with him not too long Probably ago. Probably an R two D two. He 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 really loved it. Oh yeah, no, you loved, <laughs> he loved it. But it. But it was, really did. It was very uncomfortable though. Well, but so you get used to it for you know you get a nice fat paycheck. Just take but it. yeah, I mean, look, Come on. this all of this stuff about Pedro Pascal could be simply that guy having a bad week. You know what I mean? Hey, man, I had a rough one on set, and I was just, just you know, kind of voicing my, my frustrations here. Yeah. Yeah. And and, it, and it's all going to be back to normal. Somehow I doubt dude's going to leave the show over creative differences like that, you know? Well, John Favreau hasn't complained. There hasn't been any major stuff from what I just read, like, have actually come out. 
But I could see it if, if you're an actor and you're basically your whole thing is your your physical presence. I could see wanting a little couple extra scenes with your face yeah. in it. But on, sure. the, on the other hand, this is Disney and this is Star Wars, which is this is one of the biggest franchises in all time, right next to Aliens and Star Trek. It's probably yeah. one of the biggest franchises in the history of cinema. The, the dude can get over himself. And the do, and they're really trying to curate the the new canon as best they possible without having those those sort of gaps in in continuity and and things like that. So, but I understand that like, hey man, maybe we can get a couple more alone scenes or write in figure out a way a reason why my mask would be off in front of somebody kind of thing. So, have you seen the the so was it seven eight nine? Have you seen all the new ones? New. The movies, yeah, yeah, new. So I've heard, and I don't know how much is true because I don't always, you don't, you know, I can't really trust you see on the internet. Disney's trying to figure out how do you fix the, the seven, eight, nine. How do you? Because apparently some people feel that it pretty much just killed Star Wars. Well, I don't think there's any way to fix it. And people have said that about like, like all the other ones before generally. Well, so what do you think? Because I haven't had a chance to see him. Does it actually kill the you know, just it kills it ends spoiler alert it kills the star uh, skywalker what do you mean you haven't had a chance to see him dude i'm i'm fucking really <laughs> he busy. doesn't want to watch him oh i don't have time um yeah, I, just, I just him. heard i don't want to watch those movies no i literally just don't have time um blah, blah, no. blah, if you wanted to watch, watch him you would have watched him john Dude, I've I've just recently seen stuff that came out four years ago. You I don't have a whole lot of time. Stop arguing about truth. It's not real flex reviews anymore, guys. Um, so I so the, the question is because the Skywalker saga has ended, and so the, the so do you think that they can continue after this, or do you think the 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 last couple of movies screwed up the series? <clears throat> I haven't. I've, no, it did, look, it didn't screw up the series, but it ended the series. Um, it ended the the Star Wars uh, the Star Wars you know as we know it sort of saga. But I mean, dude, how much how much canon is for them to draw off of? You know, I mean, I know they're going with their own thing, but they have so much lore and so much universe to explore that you get to do things like the Mandalorian or the ill fated Solo, which was not a great movie. Well, um, the the biggest issue is if you're going to yeah. go by the the original canon. Is, oh, is most of it involves oh, one of the three. So I guess that's the question is, well, they would basically have to start off from scratch, which is fine, but... No. You know what? If you took the movies as entertainment, as I did, I'm not sitting here picking yeah. it apart like you guys did, but if, if I, I took it as entertainment and I watched them, I loved them all, including Solo, just because I'm a fan of that. And I Yeah, think no, I, I'm with you, Rob. Right? And they opened the door to a whole new, I thought, a whole new episode of you know possibly jedis and everything else going on forward here and i thought i really thought they sure. were right but i'm i'm so i'm, I'm just I, I don't think they need to fix anything so i think they just need to move forward i think you're coming from most people's point of view but i'm trying to come from the star wars fans point of view who some but are you're not hard, a star wars fan. i am a star wars fan you're no, not John into isn't. you're you're not into the lore of Star Wars. Oh, you're not you mean, into you know the, the dressing u- up and going to Comic Con. No, the, I don't. The Uber, <laughs> the the Uber Star Wars fan because it's it's like anything. The loudest ten percent are usually you know the the loudest and smallest, but they're the biggest fans. You don't want to be old Rob Kenobi. <laughs> I'll take it, man. If they write me a part, I'll be in it. So I'm just I'm because they're the ones <laughs> I see complaining. I don't see anybody else complaining. It's just I, it's the yeah. people who are into. Well, into look, the lore into all that isn't that true of everything the, yeah I mean, it is it absolutely is Wait, look when you change anything from somebody's childhood they're gonna get they're gonna get possessive about it okay and, and look i understand i come from the same place i would have rather have seen you know uh the three kids that uh that, that han and leia had uh versus them sort of being like this amalgamation character with with kylo ren um i would have i would have loved to have seen you know the uh the Luke Skywalker extended sort of saga and, and all of those things. Um, the original Jedi old Republic, but I, I get that they have this sort of, this kind of template to work with now and they get to kind of fill in the gaps, how they, how they want. I like Rob said, I'm very much an apologist for seven, eight, nine, you know, I I'll, I'll defend those movies as simply entertainment. And you know what? It's, it's always told a story. Star Wars was never about the, the legit this is how space works 
or or right. the morality right. tales of Star Trek. It was it was telling this overarching story, this this you know obvious Jesus tale. Um, but yeah. uh, it, and it told that story well, as far as I was concerned. Yeah, it played a little bit of a, a, a fan. You know, what's the word? I can't think of the word, but um, fan service. Uh, paid some fan service with seven, eight, nine of like, hey, remember the first three movies? Hey, remember the first three movies? I remember. Hey, remember the first three movies? <laughs> right. Yeah, I right. remember. And look, but it, I, but I do remember, and I do like seeing those things again. I like seeing the fucking Millennium Falcon do those those maneuvers that I grew to love when I was fucking ten years old. You know, um. So I, I can get over those things. The, the stuff that they changed didn't to me affect the story. Um, you know, look, even if they didn't change anything, the person playing princess Leia fucking died. What do you do now? You've got to change things. You've got to adapt. Yeah. Yep. I, I think the, the, the biggest problem they're going to have is, and I don't know how much I just see this in the stuff I've read online is the biggest, the, the loudest 10% can absolutely destroy a series. So they, but they're also going to get over it, and they're going to have kids who are going to like it, despite them bitching about it. I, yeah, I would have to disagree to some extent. Some fans never, some fans never get over. It. I just the question is: Is it enough to hurt the franchise? I don't think it is because if it's Disney, Disney doesn't actually care about what fans really think. No, because yeah. they have China and I, they have everybody else who's not that ten percent. I think, yeah, exactly, and that's the other issue, isn't it? It's it's a worldwide release, so it's not just yeah. you know the fan base here. You know, absolutely. Look at what it must be in China. I mean, they're just probably seeing like number three. It, too bad or, the people right now, right? Too I mean, bad. The, too bad the yeah. people where they filmed some of the stuff can't you know actually see the, their content and well. Um, anyway, I mean, I I, I think <clears throat> they also we have to remember something that all good things come to an end. And yeah. that could possibly be in the horizon for uh, Star Wars as well. Who knows? So, I mean, I'm I'm curious. So on speaking of of all that fan, you know, television and all that crap. So, have any of you guys watched the Cobra Kai yet? I I saw the first couple I just episodes couldn't do when it, it first James. came out. I'm, I'm I'm not even remotely interested. I could that. do it. I, it looks know, so stupid. You know. Uh -oh, I you, actually liked it. Did you watch it? Oh, you watched it, huh? I, you I watched it both seasons. Oh, okay. And, you know, the thing I liked about it was liked I it. really enjoyed the role switch. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, I, I know. I, I like that. Couple episodes. And, yeah. So Danny the bad Russo, guy becomes the good guy, and he, you know, his life has been changed, and blah, Well, blah, yeah, blah. Well, not necessarily. It's, it's basically <laughs> Danny Russo becomes like this really inflated, ego-driven, sleazy like, car salesman dude. Yeah, yeah. and and um, the guy that he that he beats at the end at yeah, the, the all cars. Watch out, man! And, I, was, um, I was a car salesman for a so hiccup. For a hiccup. Yeah, meets up with them, but but the guy stays longer like than you sell cars. The guy's still <clears> like a flawed character. Uh, yeah, he's still a really flawed character, and he and he meets up with him again, and then realizes like like oh, this guy's such an arrogant prick, and then almost out of yeah. like starts a a karate dojo, which kind of sets off for some some interesting shenanigans, which I thought was actually really well set up. I'm yeah. I'm not even remotely interested. I watched so a couple James, of episodes. Tell me why you I wasn't it. really all that interested either, and then you know I was like bored, and I watched the first couple episodes, and I'm like, you know what, I actually kind of like this show. I'll be darned. Okay, well. Yeah, but I mean, it's, it wasn't what I was expecting, which was all campy bullshit. And uh, basically what Ryan was just saying is, you know, the member berries of, do you remember this yeah. and this? And it really wasn't that. And that's what I enjoyed about it was the fact that it's not all remember this and that and all this. Stuff. There is that, of course. There's the, you know a little bit of reminiscence of Miyagi and some movie clips every so often of for basically people who were not born in the eighties and basically watched the movie just by osmosis. Um, but yeah, I actually kind of enjoyed it. Hmm. I was just wondering if you guys ever watched it. I, I, I was not a big karate kid fan, honestly. I mean, there was some good was parts of it, but just waiting really for somebody like you to tell me it was worth, 
the least of you. I mean, when I'm bored to death, at least now I'll click on the icon. But, yeah, I mean, you when know, you're bored uh, to death, yeah. <laughs> this is, uh, is going to date me right now. But uh, when I was working at Blockbuster, hmm. um, I, was, I was literally, I was 18. It was like my first job, my first job job. Um, <laughs> yeah, your mom called me about that job and told me, thanks for being in Ryan's life. He got a job. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I know. I know you're not. I know she would have done that. Um, but uh, God damn it, John, with your fucking drops, maybe lose my train of thought. Uh, <laughs> okay, go ahead. Blockbusters uh, first yeah, job. So go ahead. When I was working at Blockbuster, I, I was standing there at the counter, and this guy comes walking up, and he's holding a, a, a VHS tape. This is back in the 1900s. Um, and the guy was holding a VHS tape and he's holding it about eye level and he's holding it at arm's length in front of him, standing right in front of it. And he's staring at me and he would look at me. I would look at the box and he looked back at me and he looked back at the box. And finally, after like 10 seconds, he's, he's just like, do you realize you look exactly like the karate kid? <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> when I was... When I was 18, if you looked at the cover box of fucking Karate Kid, that is exactly what I looked like at 18 years old. The yeah, guy turned the I box around. Did like, you oh, tell him? Did you tell him you were? Like yes, absolutely. That's me. That's the whole reason yeah, I'm, I'm working here at Blockbusters. It was that great a hit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I already burned through that outsider's money, so here I am, you know. Yeah, yeah. I already right. I don't have a, a career any longer in Hollywood, yeah. so I'm sitting here. You working. know, you know that Karate Kid Two money right up the nose, buddy. <laughs> you you should have said, "Nah, so I was the star of Karate Kid Number Four. Oh Lord, that would be. Yeah, awesome. yeah, yeah, yeah. You could have had so much I like fun the with Jackie that guy. Chan version of Karate Kid. No, I, no I was just honestly, no. I was just shocked on how much he was right because he. Yeah. You know, look, oh, I don't yeah. spend yeah. a lot of time staring at myself, but he turned the box around. I'm like, oh, shit, man, you're right. Actually, Karate Kid number four was starring uh, Hillary Swank. Right, right. I got the joke. James didn't. <laughs> I was ignoring you. <laughs> well, I think that's pretty damn go- cool. Of course, you didn't realize at the time. Now you're just waiting for the second person to walk in to say that so you could have played off of it. All right, you ha- exactly. Yeah. All you have to do is gain a little bit more weight, and you may look like him now. Well, I'd have to shave, and that's not going to happen. <laughs> it's simply not happening. So, so I uh, so say somebody at work said uh, the beard is a push-up bra for men. Yeah, no, yeah. I mean, dude, god damn it, that's not true. <laughs> wow, and Rob just trimmed his. Yeah, I just hacked, yeah, I did. I hacked most of it off. Well, now I'm, I'm going to have to wait for it to grow back. Yeah. So. <laughs> So did you guys hear that uh, peanut butter's cup, Reese's peanut butter cup, is going to be releasing a new type with <laughs> chips in it? Go ahead. With chips? With chips? Potato chips, yes. Potato, potato chips. Potato chips. That's gross. So it'll be peanut butter, chocolate, and potato chips. So it's like a salted chocolate with a crunch. Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. I could go for that. But, but the thing is, is peanut butter cup, already has salt in it with the peanut oh so So, but you know i was reading reviews on people that have tried it they're saying that it's really good they want more chips in it though ah that just sounds gross so not enough it's stunt food i'm thinking it's like uh, fair food is what it kind of seems like to me it's like okay you're just gonna make something I'd rather Gross. have I'd rather have that gigantic turkey leg instead of that. That's if well, I'm going to walk around in fair food, give me funnel cake. Hey, you know what? Like, before, uh, before we end of this thing, I'm going to get off your food for a second. Did anybody watch the Emmys? Nope, I no, refuse no. to watch any of them. Yeah, none none of us. I watched the first ten minutes and thought it was so bad that I couldn't go any further. Which was the the, the one with Ricky Gervais? Oh. Uh, that was the Oscars last year. Because yeah. anytime he's hosting any event, I watch just because he at least it's going to be amusing. Was fantastic. Oh my god, that guy burned it to the ground. It was oh. the most amazing thing I've ever seen. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> I watched it from cover to cover, so to speak, and he was fantastic. He he did it yeah. solely for he wouldn't ever be asked back, and that's what he was said the whole time. He says, "Ah, this will be the last freaking time I'll ever be asked to do this." And he goes, "Oh on man!" And- but it was it was just I mean, to the shock and awe of everybody. And I mean, like there was a few people that kind of got what he was doing and were right. taking it with a grain of salt right yeah. and it, but the amount of people that thought he was like joking oh this is some 
elaborate joke that he's doing, slowly realizing, oh my God, this guy's dead fucking serious. My favorite was reaction so was Tom Hanks. To and he was drinking through the whole thing, too. And it wasn't, I mean, <laughs> he was, by the time the show was over, he was plastered and didn't care what he said. Even it, though he oh didn't man, care when he started, right? D- during it, you, mean, guys, you guys, you guys got to watch it back and look at Tom Hanks's reaction because he does this kind of his uh, his uh. puffs up his cheeks and goes, "Yeah, oh of, yeah, and, no, yeah." It was very much just like, "Okay, he's gonna just keep doing this." Yep. Okay, all right, Ricky, yep. you sunk my <laughs> battleship. Yep, it was it was fantastic. Best best Oscars ever. Yeah, I have not bothered with the Oscars since. Like 2001, 2000. I kind yeah, of. Yeah, I think it was 0102. I think the internet. Yeah, Ryan, of, Ryan and John both know because they know which Oscars I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, I do. Yeah. I, I kind of miss <laughs> the Mystica celebrity because I think the internet kind of killed it when I was interested not only in the movie, but in the celebrities. And, and now you get to kind of know them and you realize most of them are vacuous assholes and. That it just doesn't. I don't. Doesn't interest me. I mean, there's some legitimate people. I I, I think are kind of cool. What you hear about them personally, but generally, you know, I don't really give a damn. And what the Oscars and what all these other award shows they usually pick are most of the time aren't the ones I thought deserved it. Well, here's the problem, oh, and yeah. I think many people would agree with me. You watch the Oscars, the best movie pictures or the best supporting actor or whatever it may be, and they say the name of the movie, and you kind of go, I never saw that what? movie. Yeah, I never saw that new book. What? what are you talking about? What what was it called? And you'd have to look it up to try to figure out what they're talking about. And it was so obscure, so many of these these things that won, movies that won, and the, some of the, even some of the actors that won, you're kind of going, what? Who's so, that? Yeah, yeah so, well, that's, that's where me and James kind of drew the line when Russell Crowe lost out to, uh, 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 I think it was, shit, what movie did he lose out to? He was, he, to, oh, that's right. So Russell Crowe, Beautiful Mind versus Training Day. Not, oh, I'm sorry. Um, now, okay, hold on a second. Now, Beautiful Mind won Best Picture, but Russell Crowe got flat out fucking snubbed with uh, uh, losing Best Actor, which drove yep. me up a goddamn wall. Yep. Well, yeah. I guess nobody ever said it was fair, huh? But that was, you know, <laughs> granted, that was the sorry. Oscars. That's a joke. Where, the Oscars are a joke as far as I'm well, concerned. What it is is Russell. Now, but that was the Oscars where all most of the people who won were black nominated. So a lot of the people who won Oscars that year were African-American. Now, I have no problem with that. My problem was the fact of whether or not it was based on their performance. Well, I that's think, where my I think was. that's going to be the question going forward with a, with a number of the award shows because, unfortunately, we don't reward just pure talent anymore. It has to be maybe that people are looking for a deeper meaning or different deeper message. But we're talking movies here. We're not talking real yeah. life, right? Exactly. And, and, so. and so I I don't know. I, It'll be what it'll be. I, I can't come from. I'm an old white guy. All right, I'm an old white Jew, so you know I'm coming from a different point of view at this rate. I, I, the only thing I could say is if you're looking for deeper meaning in movies, go read a book, go see a fucking play, go yeah, see something, yeah. go see something that Those doesn't movies, John. Go see something that doesn't have a hundred million dollar backing that may actually, you know, you want to read a read a really good book that has some pretty good plot twists read the actual (laughs) read the county monte cristo the actual motherfucking book read something that actually has meaning behind it besides some sort of vacuous hollywood nonsense you do realize the original book was not in english yes yeah but but do yourself a favor and suffer through the non-abridged version yeah read read the 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 english go to projectgutenberg.com find the english translation and read it you can find it for fucking free Read Three Musketeers. Read, I don't know, anything. Just <laughs> read. Just read. Because you're, you're never going to find a whole lot of deep meaning out of something that's done by by a group of people. And that's what movies are. Well, look, I, 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 um, I, I agree and disagree. I, I think that you will find much more room to be to, for, the, for the depth of, uh, of, of, of books is different. But there's a lot that can be stated for a visual medium along with that 
that scripted storytelling. You know, you you infer a lot just as a as a, as, a, as a person witnessing another person go I, through the motions of something. You know? I think that the issue is the fact that films are generally done by committee. And versus a book, right, a which single, is not always a bad thing if you have the right committee. Yeah, I, I think, and, and we, we got to go because we're over time, but I think what it does is I think it, it limits the vision versus if you have a single author who, who puts their thoughts, no matter what it is, onto page, I think you can get deeper meaning than something that's done by committee. And I agree. And I think that's why the best best movies are literary adaptations. 100% Because agree. there is that singular vision that everyone is sort of on board with trying to fulfill. 100% agree and it, it may not be it may not be the greatest rendition I know Christopher Tolkien really hated Peter Jackson's Lord of the Rings but it was yeah, well he can suck a dick those movies were great well he's dead <laughs> now terrible yeah um, but he's not going to be doing much of anything but I was going to say it was it was Peter Jackson's interpretation of Lord of the Rings at least it was it, you know there was a vision and focus and so we're unfortunately I'd love to talk more about this but we are hit a time limit so old guy hey have have gun roll travel. I mean, have, come on. Have, have safe journeys and you're be careful listening out there. to the Rob Chuck. That's right. <laughs> so James, lawyers, guns and money. <laughs> <laughs> James, hope to have a live what? version of the show coming out soon. What? And also for all you guys out there listening, maybe we'll even do a, a live version of uh, the Bad Trio at some point in time. And we're, we're trying to get the kinks worked out in that. Who knows? Maybe we can get some callers calling in with. We hate you. Why am I listening to you type thing? I'll have to call her and make sure she's up. <laughs> um, James, any final sure. thoughts? Yeah, okay. I guess not. Crickets. Uh, Where's the crickets? Ryan, <laughs> do, do, you, do, you, do you have any final thoughts, Ryan? There you go. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> All right, do your ending. So, ladies and gentlemen, for the California Pariah... Jonathan Charney for the old guy, for Ryan, and uh, the, the James, who never ever has any final their thoughts. Names yeah, I'm, just, I'm just kind of I'm going through the motions at this point. Ladies and gentlemen, for the Mad Trio, thank you for listening. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs>